so here's a little stinger before the episode. Um, uh, I, when I was listening to this and editing, I realized how boring of a person I was. So sorry about me. But yeah, this week I have my um, more interesting friend, uh, Geraldine, on the podcast. Uh, she's pretty good, and she has her own podcast called The G&L Ramble. She plugs that later. But um, thank you. Uh, I'm sorry for me in this episode. I realize I'm a bad interviewer, too. Uh, yeah, anyways, here's the episode. This is the start of the episode. This is the episode starting song. Yeah. Ba-da-da. Episode starts. Welcome. Oh, God damn it, he's talking. Welcome to another amazing episode of my podcast. Um, it's It's been two weeks. I've been doing, I've been busy. I couldn't have recorded a podcast last week, but it's episode two, baby. <laughs> episode two. What a milestone. And, oh, and what's that? We have a guest on the podcast? Heck yeah. yeah. Hello. In, introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Geraldine, your resident movie person, I guess. You thought costume was a movie person? Check again. Um, no offense, but. I, what do I say about myself? Do I say fun fact or? Yeah, yeah, okay. or like whatever. Um, I'll give two fun facts about me, I guess. Uh, first fun fact. I, I'm really into art, whether it be painting or film photography. It's, I, I like it. Um, and the second fun fact is that I have, hmm, oh, this is a fun one. I have this thing called pectus excavatus, which basically means that I have a dent in my sternum. I did not know that. About, you didn't I, know that? What's the sternum again? Um, you know, the. it's like basically the thing in the middle of your chest. Oh, that thing. Mm-hmm. I have a dent in mine. I've never, know, I've never noticed. <laughs> of course you didn't, but... Um, yeah, those are two fun facts about me. I like movies, too. That's basically it. And I'm the host of the podcast, so you should already know everything about me. I have no fun facts about myself. Um, <laughs> this is, I'm, we're just gonna talk, really. So what, what have, how was your week, Ben? What did you do this week? My week? Well, the week has barely started. It's Tuesday. Well, um, I mean, within the past seven, seven days. Right, right. Uh, what did I do? Yesterday, I, oh, I made a patch. For my jacket, because um, I have this like, uh, is it like a military jacket? Do you know which jacket I'm talking about? Yeah, your your uh, olive green one. Yeah, I wouldn't call it like a military jacket, but it's like an olive green type jacket, and I have a few patches on it. And I made a new one um, for the Garden, which is a band that we both like, and a lot of our friends like too. What's the design? Is it like um, like a jester or, or what? Um, so you know how on their newest album, uh, Kiss My Super Bowl Ring, it says, like, The Garden, but in those, like, weird, funky letters? Yeah, yeah. It's basically that. I'll send you a picture of it. Um, oh, sick. Later, because I have to get up to go get it. But yeah. Um, other than that, I played Minecraft with Willa and Lonnie, which was fun. Um, I got two new records in the mail. And I made pretzels. Yes, but that they looked very 
um, tasty, very mm, French kiss. <laughs> they were tasty. I have one left and I'm saving it for a rainy day. What about and you? This, um, this week I've, I've been on, actually, yeah. So for the whole quarantine, I've been on TikTok too much. I've been making <laughs> them. Um, I have no drafts. I don't believe in drafts. I make every I, everything that comes to my head. I don't believe um, that. What, what do you mean? You don't think I'm unfiltered? I, my TikTok is completely unfiltered. Well, I just think that you would have to have some type of draft. Like, I, okay, my Twitter is just complete bullshit. One time, I literally just tweeted shrimp. But <laughs> Why? Why? it was just the word shrimp. I don't know. It's the first thought that came to my mind. But even I have drafts, and well, I'm pretty unfiltered on Twitter. Oh, never mind. I have four drafts. Yeah, see? I forgot what they are. Jeez, that's great. What are my drafts? on? I don't have any. Let me see. Um, I have a draft that says... Things comedians will talk about in 20 years. Minecraft, TikTok, Team 10, the massive amounts of shootings America has had, Visco Girls, and PewDiePie. Yeah, I mean, but, um, people already <laughs> talk about that right now, though. Yeah. Like, you mean, like, like stand-up comedians? Like... I mean, stand-up comedians, like, people our age right now will be adults in the future. Yeah, it's gonna, I feel like it's gonna be weird complaining about, like, my kids in the future. Like, back in my day, we had quarantine. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I mean, it's bad, but it's not like the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's a lot of people are saying like when their kids are gonna say that they're bored, be like really try spending five months at home. It's like, oh, well, I'm gonna hate my kids. Like I hate my dogs. Which you know what? That I just recovered a memory. Maybe it wasn't this week, but it was in the past two weeks. Uh-huh. I was riding on a bike with my dogs, and my dumbass big dog Nuvo, the white one, he uh he ran me over, and I I hate him. I hate. I don't he, hate dogs in general. He ran you over and you were on a bike? Well, yeah. Okay. So I was like riding him on my bike and he saw another dog. So he ran in front of my bike and knocked me over. He did that twice. Damn. Stupid dog. Hey, it's like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Stupid dog. I, I don't understand that reference. Um, you Have you ever seen it? Courage the Cowardly no, Dog? No. I've only seen like clips and stuff. I know it's got an old man and an old lady and a purple dog. Oh my God. Well, in the like the intro to every episode... Um, the old man uh says stupid dog because he doesn't like courage, the cowardly dog. Yeah, I I mean I don't hate dogs <laughs> in general, but I just really I get mad at my dogs a lot, and mm. per and that's uh, most definitely going to affect any um my interactions with people because people don't like it when you don't like dogs. I don't understand that they're animals, bro. Like I mean. It's understandable. Like, if, if you have a dog that really annoys you, it'd be understandable to not like them. But to say that you hate all dogs, it's not right. I don't know. I don't think people who don't like dogs should get that much hate. Yeah, like, no, they shouldn't. Like, it's not like they're people, okay? They don't have feelings. You mean the dogs? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, dogs have feelings, I think. Well, not as much as people, okay? Well, yeah. But they still have feelings, and those feelings are valid. <laughs> I'm standing up for the dogs on this pod. Speaking of dogs... I... No, yeah, go ahead. Speaking of dogs, I have a Twitter draft that says, how do dogs scratch itches on their backs near their tails? That's all. I'm thinking about that right now. Um, I'm going to cut out the dead air. There's going to be no dead air on this podcast. Because you know how there's, like, the spot, like, right where their tail starts? Yeah. And they can't reach it with any of their legs. So do they, like, bend their neck backwards? That oh, would hurt, yeah. like, a lot. 
No, um, yeah, my dog Kaiser, he reaches around and he like bites. He bites right there. I think that's what all dogs do. I'm, I've never seen Nivo do it, but he has a short face. But, <laughs> okay, how do the how do like pugs do it then? They probably I, they have a terrible life. Like I hate people who breed pugs. Like seriously, oh, yeah. why would you <laughs> why would you create an animal that can't breathe properly? I know, right? Or There's people, this... yeah, or people who like do um, best in show dogs. Like why would mm-hmm. you do? Because you're they inbreed their dogs to make them look air quotes perfect. Yeah. It's not very it's not a very good process. Just get a dog and love it. That's it. Yeah, people shouldn't buy pugs, they should steal them. <laughs> it's like I was gonna make a reference to like capitalism and how a bunch of people hate capitalism so they steal, but it seems irrelevant, so I'm not gonna never mind. You can cut that out. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Um that reminded me you watched a cop movie yesterday and you hate the police force okay um, could you okay. elaborate <laughs> okay so <laughs> you saying i hate the police force you said all cops are bastards <laughs> okay okay listen the movie well the movie's called end of watch and it's about uh these two cops uh one of them is uh jake gyllenhaal the other one is um michael pena and yeah. it's like a buddy cop movie and like these two cops they share this like very brotherly like relationship mm-hmm. and um they go through shit and it makes you feel a lot of sympathy for the cops which is questionable i was watching the movie and i was like kind of cringing i guess because it like paints cops as like i don't know Okay, because I think everybody knows that the LAPD is very corrupt in its practices. Like, mm-hmm. they they detain innocent people, they've killed innocent people. Like, I just watched this video, like, yesterday or the day before from 2018, and I barely saw it, where, like, this dude was just sitting in his car, and he was black. And, like, he was sitting there, and he had his hands up, and he was like, okay, I'll get out of the car. And the cop shot him after, like, five seconds. And it's like, the dude wasn't doing anything. And so, like, LAPD is very corrupt in a way. And I was just like, this movie is making me sympathize towards these people when I have no sympathy for them whatsoever. Like, I respect that they keep neighborhoods safe and stuff, but they are corrupt in a lot of their practices, and the other police officers that might not do that don't do anything about it. That is that is my spiel for today. Um, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say that all cops are bad because I'm a coward. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think, I, I personally, I don't think that, I, I know you're not saying this, but I don't think right. people should generalize like all cops saying, you know, all cops are bastards because there are some of them probably aren't that bad. I haven't, yeah. I haven't met any of them, but it's more about the system, not necessarily the individual. Right, because in even if you're a good cop, like and you you haven't done anything that is considered morally wrong you're still contributing to the corruption by yeah. not doing anything about it so i re- i know that there are good cops and people who have good hearts and see that this thing is bad but there's nothing being done about it so yeah yeah like i think if music doesn't work out for me i'm probably going to join the military or become a cop or something cuz that seems fun <laughs> i wouldn't call it fun but interesting because putting your life on the line bro yeah but then i get i get that rush 
that rush, yeah. I get, that rush I get in the mosh pit. But instead of like people, it's bullets. Instead of <laughs> losing a, instead of losing a tooth, it's my my brain. Yeah. Part and get shot. I don't know. I mean, it's your choice, but it's a it's something that you really have to think about before going into it. It's like a it's a big commitment. My dad wanted to join the FBI. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that too, maybe because they make it seem so cool in movies and stuff. And then I can mm-hmm. just be a detective and be like, ah, uh, I heard you might murder. You might have murdered someone, man. <laughs> I, I want to interview you, bro. <laughs> I'd be more professional than I am right now. Right. So then I then I could like hold a gun sideways and then be like, yeah, on the ground, motherfucker. Pa, pa, pa. <laughs> Why do people hold guns sideways? They do that thing. I don't get it. Yeah, I think it's just a thing that I, I don't know who made it up. But I assume it's because it looks cooler to mm-hmm. hold a gun sideways. Maybe. But it, it actually isn't. You shouldn't hold a gun sideways because of the. I forgot what it's called, like the knockback or whatever. I'm right. not a gun. I'm not a guns expert, but yeah, Neither you shouldn't hold a gun sideways. When you yeah, shoot. I don't. I don't think it'd be. It'd throw off your aim a lot. I would think. Yeah, I but, shot a. I shot a gun once. Really? Um, yeah, I'm wow. cool. I've never shot a gun before. <laughs> I went to the shooting range with my dad and my dad's friend, and then just popping popping caps off, and then yeah, I, I was like, check yourself, fool. Oh gosh. <laughs> I really doubt that you actually said that, but I no, will let you believe that you did. I, no, I didn't. I should have. I mean, yeah. hmm, let's get into gun control. Oh my. No, um, I'm only gonna say my opinion, only opinion on this, which is right. my a coward's opinion. But I think, like, I like shooting guns. It's fun. But if they took them away, then I don't care really. I'm just gonna. Uh, I don't want to go off about this, but like taking away guns, it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> Because people are still going to get them, so there's no point in taking them away. Just have more regulations on them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I believe in total, uh, maybe not, yeah, total freedom. Or maybe, yeah. like, small, very small governments, and then people can do whatever you want, and if they die, then too too bad. Okay, yeah. something that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made a list of talking points i'm not sure actually list of talking points? uh here's the question what got you into film like i know you i know on your uh review you said la la land did but elaborate please elaborate so it all started <laughs> no um i i started watching movies like really young i guess because like, I was exposed to it a lot. Like, my family members would just watch it, and they wouldn't care that I was there. And I always recognized they were, like, really cool and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, the first film that I can remember watching is probably Fantastic Mr. Fox. And, like, that movie just resonated with me so much. I don't know why. Um, and it's still my favorite to this day. And I just loved, like, its style and stuff. And it really, like, showed, like, how cool movies are i guess but mm-hmm. then uh recently i watched la la land uh or i rewatched la la land because i've seen it a few times already but um i realized that like i didn't really get into film or start loving it until i watched that just because it was something that i had never seen before that type of movie because i'd always seen like 
kids movies or like your your typical drama movie mm-hmm. but this one like took elements like musicals which is something that i did not like i was not a fan of musicals i still really am not but um i think more i am now just because of that movie and i've come to appreciate how people can use music in film um and then it took drama and it took this story of two people and made it so relatable even to me as like a fucking 13 year old watching it for the first time mm-hmm. and i was like wow you can do shit like this on this medium and you could do so many things and it's it's something that i loved to just look at and analyze and see the different possibilities with it and so i started getting more into film just because i wanted to see more things like that because i knew there were things out there that were like La La Land or even better than La La Land. And there are things that are better than La La Land. Um, but it's it's a perfect movie, in my opinion. And it's one that I think a lot of people, or like everybody, if you're getting into film, should see. Um, and uh, now I am obsessed with movies. So thank you to La La Land and for us, Mr. Fox. I thought La La Land was pretty cool. Um hmm I mean, I'm already, I was already in the movies when I watched it. I'm already a film, already a film man. But yeah, I, I liked it. At first, I was, like, the first 20 minutes, I thought it was kind of, like, super cheesy and right. stuff. But then as it kept going on, I got more, like, attached to the characters, I guess. Like, Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. and Emma Stone. Emma Stone, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're pretty, pretty cool in that movie. And I, oh, like, I guess it's a tribute to old, like, 60s stuff, I guess, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I like the style. I don't think... I, I wouldn't say it's perfect. It's pretty good. It's pretty cool. When I think of the perfect film, I think of Back to the Future. Like, I think Back to the Future is the perfect movie. Really? Yeah. Elaborate on like, that. Well, because the plot is just so... It's... I mean, everyone knows it, but it's kind of wild. Like, mm-hmm. a, a teenager is friends with, like, an old scientist for some reason. And then he invents a time machine out of a crappy car <laughs> and yeah. he goes back in time and then he his mom wants to fuck him and he wants and he's the plot point of the movie is trying to get his mom not to do that and to get his mom with his dad like that's and it's pre- and it's funny too it is yeah yeah no that's definitely like one of it's one of my favorite movies that was a movie that i watched like repeatedly as a child <laughs> yeah and I mean, the sequels are basically have the same general, or the whole, all three of them have the same general structure, but they're all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing I like about the Back to the Future movies, is, like, they, they keep the same s- structure, like, it's kind of the same plot in each yeah. one, but it's new every single time. Because, like, mean, in the first... Go on. Well, I think that also it's kind of a joke that it's, you know, the same movie, because they do yeah. the same thing with um, when he wakes up in the bed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, keep keep going. Sorry, I interrupted you. It's alright. Um, cause it's like it's it's what I love about it. Cause it's new every single time. And like in the first one, he's in the '80s, which was something that people of the '80s could relate to. Yeah. Um, in a way. And then in the second one, it was about the future, and people, I I guess, in the '80s were so psyched about the future, cause there's so many movies about the future in the '80s. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it was new and exciting and like seeing all these things and how people thought the future was going to be like was just awesome and then in the third one they go back to the fucking wild west and it's like you're seeing the same town hill valley like and it's different eras and it's just seeing all the similarities and differences and having like marty play like his entire family basically yeah it's it's so sick i think they're all really good do you think that they i I think i heard they're doing a reboot but do you think they should do a reboot oh no definitely not (laughs) like you don't think there's a way they could do it at all to make it good um i think there could be a way for them to make it a good reboot but i feel like the three movies were enough because the ending of the third movie was just it was it was perfect because he got back to to 1985 and um things were resolved like mm-hmm. you know doc was living his happy life and that's what he that's what he needed i guess because beforehand he was like this crazy dude who like didn't really have anything any substance in his life and then at the end of this film he has a family and something that he loves doing and a way of getting around and you know marty's with jennifer and his family's happy and he's happy and now he can live out the rest of his life with this amazing story so rebooting it is kind of just bringing it back and they're probably going to drag on like a lot of the characters and stuff but there could be a way for it to be cool and i would definitely watch it i don't think they should do it that makes sense yeah i am uh thinking right now sorry mm, it's all right why did lorraine take his pants off i forgot why she did that oh um you should probably <laughs> you just threw that question out there you should probably explain like oh the scene people know yeah well, well i guess for those idiots who don't know um <laughs> uh he goes marty mcfly goes back to 1955 or whatever and then he he's walking down the street and he sees his dad uh checking out his mom he's being a a little peeping tom little creepy boy and then and then he falls out the out of the tree and he pushes dad out of the way and marty gets hit by a car and um his grandpa like brings him in he's not his grandpa yet but he brings him into the house and puts him in lorraine's room which we don't see that but then he wakes up in his mom's room, his his hot mom's room, and then he ha- and he has no pants on, and he's like, "Whoa, bro, why don't I have any pants on?" And she's like, "I put them on my hope chest." Right, her hope chest. I think she did it because she thinks that he's hot, and she wants because she seemed like the the type of girl that was like, she's never had any experience before in anything whatsoever. And so, like, to see this boy who she really liked to finally get into his room and have him unconscious, she probably took too much advantage of him. Yeah, and, I think everyone was creepy back then. Yeah. In 1955? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we are creepy people now, but... Mm-hmm. Jeez, man, I would be... I would not look at my mom the same if I woke up and my mom, like, still in my pants. I would never be able to be like... I love you, Mom. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. And Lorraine's really creepy, like, the entire movie. She's just, like, crushing on this kid. I think 
she's more creepy from the perspective of Marty because, like, objectively, she's just somebody who has a crush on the guy that she just met. But from Marty's perspective, it's his fucking mom. She's trying, yeah, and she's trying <laughs> to fuck him. Yeah, it's very weird. And George is, well, George is weird too. I wouldn't, oh, yeah. I mean, maybe less weird. The stalking someone's pretty bad, but it's not as bad as stealing. Uh, what's worse, stealing someone's pants or stalking them? Um, well, that depends on the context, because if, like, you steal somebody's pants off of them <laughs> while they don't know, that's, I think that's creepier than being a stalker. I mean, I'd be flattered either way if anyone did that. Okay, um, just say you're in your room, and it's 3 a.m., and a grown-ass man is stealing your pants off of you. Oh. Well, I'm not attracted to a grown-ass man, but I think we're exactly. kind of hot. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you said if anyone did that to you. So... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's, you got that's something different. to explain here? No, I mean, depends what grown-ass man it is. Technically, this grown-ass man would be a pedophile, so you're condoning pedophiles? No, I'm not condoning... Uh, I, I'm not condoning pedophiles, but I feel like if, if it was Ryan Gosling... I'd have a lot of questions at first, but I'd be like, oh my god, there's Ryan Gosling in my room, and he wants my pants. I'd be like, get out, bro, and give me back my pants, but still, can I have, can you sign them first? <laughs> you want Ryan Gosling to yeah. sign your pants. If you ever meet him, you should have him sign your pants. That'd be sick. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's pretty weird. That's not, I don't think any of that is okay. Please, nobody stalk me. Not that anyone, I don't <laughs> think anyone would, but. Please, his no. address is. No. I hope I remember <laughs> to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> watch you won't but yeah i think back to the future is the perfect movie i'm pretty sure they in film schools or whatever they like they use that as an example for the perfect movie the script not that the script is perfect like it has plot holes and stuff but i think the general concept is pretty dope i don't are you sure about that i mean that i've only heard that on another podcast so i'm, I'm probably wrong and i've never mm -hmm. been to film school either i'm 15 um i don't know what they would use as the perfect movie i don't think like any like high-end like film class or like advanced film class would use Back to the Future because it's definitely not the perfect movie. Yeah, I don't know about that. Music. Yeah. What, kind of, what kind of music do you like? I'm sorry this is boring. That's all right. It's all right. It's not boring. Um, What kind of music do I like? I thought this was a movie podcast, Costin. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's, it's just talking. I want to talk to a friend. Um, Music that I like. So... Uh, my favorite band is the Buttertones. <laughs> I say that way too often, and people get annoyed by it, probably. Um, I like, um, like, I've been getting into punk. Um, and I like more, like, surf indie-type music, I guess. I remember one time I was at a concert. And this guy was like, so are you big into the indie scene? And I was like, <laughs> excuse me? Um, it was, I don't know how to respond to that question. Because if I said yes, it would just, it would feel so weird to say. But I was like, yeah, kind of. Um, what else do I like? I like classical music. It's a very big jump from punk. And, um, and a lot of older music, too. So, like. 70s and 80s stuff. How about you, Carson? Um, well, my favorite band is kind of different from 
everything else I listen to. I mean, you know, my favorite band ever is Blink-182, mm-hmm. which is, you know, is a pop-punk band. But mostly, I I guess, yeah, the other bands I listen to are, like, skate-punk bands. Like, I listen to No Effects. I've been listening to No Effects a lot more recently. Um, the Descendants, and then sometimes The Garden. Mm-hmm. That's it, really. Wait, let me look through my playlist, what I've been listening to. I forget. Uh, oh, I've been listening to Sublime and the Beastie Boys a lot recently, too. I've been listening to a lot of uh, the new Buttertones album. There's no surprise there. I've also been listening to Dumbfux a lot. Dumbfux is a band, a punk band, um, and they're really good. And they also hate the police. Yeah, they have a song called ACAB. Dude, which we saw live. I know. That, was Crazy. that the last song they played? so yeah me and Geraldine we're punk we're pretty we're punk people we yeah. like to mosh and we we make our we sew our own patches into our into our clothes yeah uh, I did it first though so and we hurt ourselves at shows she fell in her <laughs> ass and I lost my tooth yeah. mine was cooler uh, yeah but mine probably hurt a lot more <laughs> oh yeah I didn't feel mine at all I also did give you ibuprofen too so yeah, that's true. Thank you for that. Even though I probably said that, but still. Man, that was, I feel, that's the coolest I've ever felt in my entire life. When you when lost I, your lo- Yeah, when I lost it, and then I ran back to you guys, and I showed you. That's the coolest <laughs> I've ever felt. That was the funniest thing I think that it would happen to me. Like, not, not ever, but just like that day, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> like, I was trying to contain my laughter so much. Because it was super funny, and you looked so like distraught about it, and I was like, okay, I can't laugh, I can't laugh, I can't laugh. But I don't know, it was just really funny. Yeah, I was scared of my mom, but also like, we show my friends what I did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Riley thought I keep bringing that up. That probably annoying too, but like but... I said, Riley thinks I'm cool. <laughs> he said uh... that's pretty hard. <laughs> Explain to the listeners who oh, Riley is. I don't listen to that band really, but he's in a kind of pretty cool band called Rinse and Repeat. I don't know him personally. I just like saying it. He he's he does guitars in that band. It's like a I don't know how to describe them. Like eighties mm, ish kind of band. I have to ask Ulysses to describe them. Yeah, but I was in the bathroom with my boy Ulysses taking care of my wound and um he came in and he was like, That's pretty hard, man. And then I think we fist bumped too. Wow, you have a fist bump from a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was standing outside of the restroom waiting for you guys since I couldn't go in the restroom. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I probably could have, but I would have gotten so many weird looks. I was standing there, and some guy walked out, and he was like, "Bro," or he like went to his friends, and he was like, "Dude." Some kid lost his tooth in the pit. It's gnarly. And it's like, <laughs> I, I, I think want... I met that guy in there. Do you have like a Hawaiian shirt on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that guy. Yeah, and I wanted to like, like say, yeah, I know that guy. I saw it happen. Or well, I didn't see it happen, but I, I saw immediately after. Man. I remember seeing you like run out of the pit, like covering your mouth. And I like made eye contact with Ulysses, and we both just were like, oh God. <laughs> And so we like followed you, and then that was the most glorious moment in my entire life. That is truly the best experience. <laughs> also, I just felt really cool. Like, man, now I'm I'm actually punk. That 
baptism of I just baptized myself with fire even though it didn't hurt at all well you did hurt more oh my god yeah I I felt cool I guess I wouldn't I wouldn't call it cool just more like I was like yeah I'm finally doing this this is like my rite of passage I guess um and it failed so miserable like yeah I guess we'll just explain what happened in case somebody who's listening doesn't know um, this is also just an excuse to explain the story because I like saying this story. <laughs> but like we were watching this band called Blivet. It was like the headliner basically, the the whole thing. And um I had been like dying to to stage dive like the entire day. And I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity because we're standing like right to the side of the stage and there's like easy access to the stage. And so I was like, I want to stage dive. And Sess was like, I'll go if you go. And then you should have gone. I'm just saying. I should have, yeah. Because, yeah, I should have. I mean, I would have been sick. Yeah. I probably, I probably will next time. Yeah. I hope my mom, damn it. Um, mom, I'm not going to do it next time. You <laughs> are listening to this? No, probably not. I mean, she might. Mm-hmm. I, I might or I might not. No, I definitely won't, Mom. <laughs> you don't have to worry. But, like, if you had gone, because the way I imagine it is, like, if all three of us had gone, um, you would, or Seth would have gone, and then you would have gone, and I would have followed you, too. So I would have gone to the right area. Yeah. But I was, like, in my brain, I was, like, okay, if I go to the same side that Ulysses is going to, I'm somehow going to end up falling on him or near him, and it's not going to work. So I'm going to go to the opposite side where he was at. And it was the side where nobody was jumping. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go for it. Don't hesitate, because if I hesitated, I would have just chickened out and walked off, and it would have been so lame. And so I was like, I'm just going to run and then go for it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't wait for people to catch me, and I fell, I fell backwards, I jumped backwards, and I landed on my ass, and, like, my elbows, so my elbows got scratched up, and I still have the scars on my elbows, and it was like a, like a five-foot drop. It was super fun, but it hurts so much. And I remember you looked like as if you had just saw me get shot. (laughs) <laughs> like your face was horrified but I thought it was really funny but I was also like in a ridiculous amount of pain so I just couldn't comprehend it <laughs> I <laughs> like <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry no just thinking about what my face looked like yeah you were like horrified and I was just I had like my hand on my back and I was like a grandma I was like, I'm I'm okay. And I was trying yeah. so hard not to just <laughs> I was trying so hard not to just start crying because it hurts so goddamn much. I was sitting there and I was like, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And when we saw dumb fucks, I was exhilarated. <clears throat> oh man. <laughs> uh the way I remember it probably isn't the way it actually happened, but I kinda just like remember you kind of like like plant planning on the ground and it's so 
like obviously you know you being hurt isn't funny but thinking about it like happening so fast is funny yeah should have recorded it oh, i should have told you to record it yeah i wish i i wish i did oh my god that would that would be such a funny video man yeah you know it sucks is that there probably aren't going to be any like live shows like that for two years maybe yeah and even if we do have a show next year um, no one's going to be allowed to mosh or, like, be in close Yeah, get super close. Because I want to, I really want to stage dive, and I want to go run across stage, or whatever. I'm going to probably, I'm going to do a show with my boys, uh, mm-hmm. calling Ulysses after all this quarantine stuff. And it's going to be crazy. And then I'm going to play the sickest riffs on my guitar. That's right, right, people. I play guitar, and I'm awesome at it. I can, I can't solo or anything, but I'm pretty dope. Um, just saying that for any of the listeners out there who might be looking for a sweet guitar player. I mean, hi guys. His phone number is, hold on. No, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Both my friends, or all of us are like musically talented and it's very cool. Yeah, we're like the coolest people in school, basically. N- no. No, no, but we're cool, but not. Yeah. No. <laughs> we're probably cooler people. Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably true, but still, we're pretty we're pretty dope. I actually, yeah, I never thought about it. All of us play an instrument. Mhm. It's like you play guitar, play cello, and a little bit of guitar, the tiniest bit, and um, Love plays piano. I plays guitar and piano and she sings. Colin does drum and piano a little bit. Lucy plays guitar and bass. I think he knows how to play a little bit of trumpet too because he used to play in band. Catherine plays violin. Guys, that's our friend group. Yeah. Now, um, now we're going to release all their home addresses now. Right. They'll play, pay close numbers. attention. Okay, here you go. Get a pen. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. Oh man. Yeah. I think music is like the only is the only thing I want to do. I mean, maybe I'd want to work in movies and stuff because mm-hmm. I like I like movies not as much as like I like music. Right. But I think I thought about it a tiny bit, and I either want to start maybe like a something like the Observatory, a record label, or try to be in a band. Or I can do one of those and try to be in a band, or all of them. And Something I don't, like the observatory would be cool. Yeah, and I can't think of anything I want to do that's actually like a stable job. Psychology is kind of interesting to me, but I don't want to talk to depressed people. Not that I have a problem with psychology, mm-hmm. but I mean, I feel bad for my therapist. If you guys listen to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think therapists just do it because they want to help people. I mean, I'll but... be helping people. I'll be making rad music. Right, yeah. <laughs> we'll listen to your music and be like, this, this music saved my life. Uh, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't think I could ever actually make something where someone would say, like, this music helped me. Because uh-huh. I have no, I don't have any deep, th- I mean, I guess I have deep thoughts. So I feel a pretentious saying that. I d- I'm, I'm going to say I don't have deep thoughts, but I think about philosophy sometimes. But I can never write down lyrics. Like, mm-hmm. all the lyrics I write down are really bad. I'm more talented on the uh, musical standpoint. Right. 
I mean, if you join a band, you don't have to be the lyricist. Yeah. What do you What do you want to do when you grow up? When I grow up, well, I want to get into filmmaking. Um, that's a tricky thing because it's a very unpredictable and um, unstable job, I guess. It's like you have to be very lucky and you have mm-hmm. to make a lot of connections know people um and if i don't get into film then probably do something like with history um because i really like history i don't know exactly what but (laughs) i'll figure that out i guess or that that's pretty much it that's all of the ideas that i have so far i've always had a thing for like I've always really liked just like design and graphic design, but that's more just of a something that I enjoy looking at and learning about. So, you know, th- this is, I mean, not weird, but I guess it's kind of weird. But my dream is like to live as a a musician or maybe like a stand-up comedian or whatever that isn't super successful, but kind of just enough. And then I live in an apartment with my roommate. And that's like my entire life. I have kind of a, like, I'm just a medium life. Because that sounds like where I would be happiest. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I don't want to be, I don't really want to be famous or whatever. I don't want people to look up to me. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Like Spider-Man. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is in that movie. Yeah, oh my god. Really weird to think about. He's a green goblin. God fucking damn it. I was just gonna say that Willem Dafoe is a weird man. Not weird, <laughs> just transformative. He's <laughs> kind of intimidating and not really at the same time. <laughs> like I'm looking at that picture like I, I'm not looking at it right now, but I'm remembering that picture that you sent me of him looking at a cereal box. <laughs> it's a pancake <laughs> mix a pan- box. Pancake mix. Yeah, <laughs> and, like the way he's staring at it is just so insane and like sociopathic. Because I think he was talking to somebody. Because there's like another person in the photo, so he was probably like talking to somebody while looking at pancake mix. And he has his lighthouse beard. Yeah, he's like, he like he has a stance in the photo. And it's like his legs or his feet are like shoulder width apart. So he looks like he, he's like ready, like set. He's preparing for this pancake mix journey. It's just so fucking funny. I want, I forgot what he sounds like in real life, but I assume it's like the Green Goblin. I want to make pancakes with you, Spider Man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you and me, we can make pancakes together. That's a really, it's a weirdly good Green Goblin impression. Thank you. I can do a lot of impressions. Do one. Do multiple right now. What impression did I tell you that I could do that I never did? I know, I remember I told you I could do oh one. Oh my god. Um, holy crap. What was that? I remember what you're, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, um, is it a character or an actor? I, it was either one. It was someone with a distinct voice. And I said, I can do a perfect impression. 
of them. Oh, it was Seth Rogen, I remember now. Yeah, it was the Seth Rogen laugh impression. Yeah, I, I could do the Seth Rogen Do it laugh. fucking right now. I, got, I can't do it when I'm under pressure. <laughs> Actually, oh, <laughs> God. I'm going to try it. It's not good. It's not going to be... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I can't do it. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> no, that was not it. God damn. That's just a normal laugh. No, you didn't hear. It. You probably didn't hear. It. <laughs> nope, that's not Seth Rogen. That is not Seth Rogen. I could have. I did it at one point. I know I could have done it at one point. Jeez, you have to do it one day. I ha- I'm gonna learn how to do Seth Rogen's voice. Uh, smoking weed? Nope. I smoking? No, that's not it. <laughs> I I smoke. I smoke weed. That's not Seth Rogen. That's not Seth Rogen. I'm friends with Jonah Hill. <laughs> you just need to watch like multiple videos of Seth Rogen talking and gain gain it back. Man, I used to be so into comics, like super into comics. I was probably annoying. I I am annoying now about the things I like still. <laughs> But yeah, I was super into comic books. Like I have so many, and not surprising. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I used to really be into Batman. Like really passionate about Batman, and like um, I don't think I have a favorite comic book or graphic novel. Mm. Sorry if you don't care about whatever I'm saying. No, it's all right. Go on. But I think one of them would probably be The Dark Knight Returns, which is so it's so awesome. You should read it. <laughs> Um, it's really good. You don't really need to know a lot about Batman. You just need to know, you know, the basics. And so basically, it's about, um, it's been uh, 20 years, I think, since Batman, he retired. I forgot why he retired. Hmm. Um, and he's like an old man now, and then some, goddamn, I say it's one of my favorite comics, I forget, I'm forgetting parts of it. But he, uh, he gets inspired to become Batman again. I think it's because this gang is rising up in Gotham. And they're called the mutants. So he comes back and God, oh my God, I forgot what, what, what the point of this was. Okay, well, basically, yeah, he's an old Batman and it's this weird comic book. Oh, okay, I remember what my point was. It's my favorite comic book, but when I was really into Batman, I got kind of mad at it because Batman was pretty much like killing people in it. And I'm like, Batman doesn't kill people. <laughs> and now I'm like, yeah, he does. In the first, in Batman Begins, he drops a guy off of a like five stories and breaks his legs that that's not a guy who that's a that's a pretty dick move yeah you do it for a reason um he was oh okay he was talking to a corrupt cop and he would he was in in, interview not interviewing him uh interrogating him and he was like oh man i forgot i say i like batman and i'm forgetting stuff about a movie um things all the time it's all right yeah he's Okay, so I think this guy is in cahoots. Yeah, he's in the guy he's talking to is in cahoots with mm-hmm. a mob boss that I should remember his name. God damn. <laughs> and then he's like, swear to me. Oh my gosh. And then the guy soars to him and he drops him off the balcony. And it's so cool. I mean, it's badass, but also like, damn, he didn't have to go that far. <laughs> yeah, Batman's kind of a dick. Yeah, just a bit. A little bit. Oh, man, the Joker, it sucks that Heath Ledger died, man. It really does. He was I mean, such a... Mm-hmm. Sorry, go on. Well, I was just saying, he was such a good actor, and, like, he, could, he was really serious about, like, 
films. I mean, obviously, because, you know, uh, I mean, part of me thinks it, it sucks because I wish that um, The Dark Knight Rises had the Joker in it. But mm-hmm. also, like, like that my, my boy was depressed and that, that kind of blows and he overdosed. Yeah. And it's sad when that happens. Yeah. 20, 28 ibuprofens. Oh, my gosh. I should probably cut that out. I don't want to teach that to anybody. 28 or is it 48? I thought it was 28. I think it's, yeah, I think it's 28. Yeah, definitely. I don't want anyone to know that. I mean, it's public information, bro. I looked it up on Google. Yeah, I know, but uh, yeah, I guess if someone was trying to, wanted to know, then they'd look it up. Not that I encourage, I don't encourage that at all. This is an anti-suicide podcast, guys. We don't believe in suicide. <laughs> it's all. fake. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it's fake news. When people kill themselves, they go to Australia. Oh, no. that's why. I... Never mind. I'm just not gonna. Nope. No what? I can. That's cut what I say. That's why Australia is kind of whack. Why? But... Wait. What about it? I don't know. It just seems whack. There, there's like big spiders and weird weather, and everybody seems so fine about it. It. Yeah, I th- I love Australian culture. I know. <laughs> oh. I'm not saying that is like a bad thing. I'm just saying, yeah, I know, but like, go on. <laughs> but there, I don't know, man. I, I like, I listen. I'm saying that not to you, just to the people listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just listen to only, not only. I listen to your podcast, obviously, Um, but mostly yeah, guys, I listen I to, a, oh, sorry. Plug your podcast, please. Okay, guys, I have a podcast. Um... I started it before this podcast, just throwing it out there. Very before. <laughs> or you wanted to start one. <laughs> okay. Um, it's called GNL's Ramble. It's uh, me and my friend Leilani just talking about shit. We have some guests on there. Go check it out. Oh, but but yeah, like I was... Um, oh, thank you for plugging the podcast, by the way. Or your podcast. <laughs> what? Whatever. Doesn't, nothing matters. We're all going to die. Anyways, like I was saying, um, I like Australian culture because it just seems so, I don't know, I love their slang. It's so weird and different. That makes sense. And the accent, too, it's just, mmm, beautiful. You need to watch 10 Things I Hate About You, then. Oh, yeah. It's it's Australian, that movie. And I love how much, this is going to sound weird. This is going to sound like I'm a bad person, but I just love how how much they say the word cunt. Really? Yeah. Say it a lot? Oh yeah, they say cunt a lot in Australia. They're like that that's what they call each other like. Not not like kids don't say it, but Yeah. I, I I'm trying I to think it. of an equivalent here in America. Um bitch. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's like the it's like the bitch of Australia. <laughs> they say cunt a lot, and that's kind of cool to me. I don't know why that's cool, cool to me. It's just Yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a cool. It's a cool word. I mean, it's different than how we use it, and a lot of people are attracted to things that are different. So, I mean, that. I think you know, it's I can still say like, oh, what a cunt, like what an asshole, or mm-hmm. but I'll be like, yo, what's up, cunts? You know, what's up, yeah. boys? Highly looked down upon, I guess. And people just I don't they get like weirded out when you say it, or when people say it in general. Like, why do you say that? Just the naughty word for vagina, okay? We say dick all the time here in America, and that just I mean, means yeah. penis. Same thing. He's a Richard. No, and- <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the nickname for Richard. Yeah. Which I don't, I, 
I mean, everyone said this, but I still don't understand, like, the connection from Dick to Richard. And neither do I. It's not even Jim a and James kind of makes sense. Yeah. Dick and Richard. No what correlation. Is, is the connection to Dick and Richard? Uh, excuse me. In the days of writing, writing by hand, Rich and Rick emerged as common nicknames for Richard. Um, and apparently people used, used to like to come up with nicknames that rhyme. This gave rise to nicknames like Dick and Hick um, around the early 13th century. But unlike Hick, Dick continues to stick around today. It's not something I'm passionate about, but it does kind of fascinate me how languages are developed. It's, it's a very cool thing because it's, it's always like fascinated me how like different regions have different languages. Because mm -hmm. it's like you have this idea that people need to communicate. And so depending on like where they live or the conditions that they're in, the way of communication changes. Like some people in a certain region have a different dialect than other people in another region. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, but cool. Yeah, and like the definitions of words change over time. Like mm -hmm. awesome is just meant to be like, yo, that like nowadays it's like, yo, that burrito is awesome. But back in the day, awesome was something to be like, whoa, that's awesome. It's something to be odd about. And that's, yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. And this isn't an original idea. I heard this on another podcast. But if, <laughs> if you know, there were no, if I was a complete sociopath, which I might be, um, I'm not. But if I was, I would conduct an experiment where I would get a bunch of deaf people and I would cut off their hands. And I'd put them all oh in like God. a fallout kind of vault and right. then when they have kids they can't you know they can't write anything down and their kids won't their kids might be able to hear and stuff but they, they might not talk and i just want to see what happens they'd still be able to comprehend things and they'd probably just learn ways to to write their mouth stuff but it's an interesting yeah. thing I have to do it in a specific way, a specific and cruel way where I get only deaf people who, who've never been able to hear in their lives, never mm -hmm. learned how to, like, you know, attempt to talk. Yeah, that would be very cool. But lots of good uh, results and data from that, I would imagine. That'd, that'd be so cool. I'm thinking about it right now, cutting off people, deaf people's hands. <laughs> Well, don't think about it too much. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a violent person. I'm a very passive person. I'm not a sociopath. Just want to let the people out there know that. You were the one that wanted to punch people in the pit. Okay, but that's just, that's different. There, That's like a situation where it's like, I'm exhilarated. And I still want to do that sometimes. Uh, I don't know. Look, if I'm ever at a point in my life where I'm like, I don't want to be alive anymore, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Start punching people? Yep, in the mosh pit. No, yeah, yeah, in the mosh pit. Yeah, or just randomly. That'd be, I mean, that, in its own weird way, that'd be kind of funny if I just punched someone. Yeah, you'd probably get arrested for it if you did it too much, or just even once. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah, because that's assault. What if you, like, accidentally punched, like, I don't know, um, fucking the governor or something? Uh, it's treason. That's treason. Literally. You get your head chopped off. You should bring that back. 
guillotine? Yeah, public, uh, public decapitations. It would be. I don't get how people back then weren't like traumatized. Yeah, that's kind of weird how unfeeling they were. Yeah, like they would like gather in groups and like celebrate like the the decapitation of somebody. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because like it's the decapitation of somebody that they don't like or that they hate. Still, like just seeing somebody's head chopped off. Yeah, like, that'd be not not cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> probably be super traumatizing at least for people nowadays i was gonna say if you think about it people like back then in like the 13 or middle ages i guess um more exposed to death and like they they had to deal with it a lot more than we do now yeah in a more brutal way i guess so very comfortable now and gladiatorial games like people enjoyed watching people get eaten by like lions and shit that's crazy yeah, that's weird. Imagine. What if they brought that back, too? I'd go to one, probably. I'd be more yeah. into sports. Kind of like bullfighting, if you think about it. Because, like, yeah. somebody try and, like, quote-unquote, wrestle with this animal. Wrestle in, like, in a way that it's, like, trying to combat it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, oh, who's going to win? That whole thing. Well, they don't actually fight bulls in bullfighting, do they? I, I, I mean, the only thing I have in my head is like, you know, the dude with the little cape and he's like dodging it. That's the that's all I have in my head. Yeah, I know that it's not. I'm just saying that there it's it's more of like a competition between the two. Like the guy's like, I'm going to stay on. And the bull's like, no, you fucking ain't. Like people just want to see that. Like who's going to win competition type thing. I say this half jokingly, but I do genuinely want to see like uh, animal wrestling. Like we put one man in a cage with two alligators. Oh my gosh! And then they wrestle. Because <laughs> you can take on an alligator. I could. We could probably take on an alligator because their jaws are super easy to close. Like they don't have a lot of muscle behind them. I think. What if you just stood on the what on the mouth? Oh man, I hate thinking about bones breaking. Because I feel like if I did that, it would just, like, snap. Your own bones or just in general bones? I mean, I, I've had more anxiety, not really bad anxiety about it. But whenever my face gets near something, just about my tooth coming out. Oh. Or something hurting my tooth. <laughs> like the fake tooth, you mean? Um, but the other one, actually. Because mm. I can feel that one more. Yeah. Because my fake one doesn't have any nerves. They're just mine. But you lost yours when you fell off a bike, which isn't as cool you know what i still lost it so still counts yeah bones breaking is a very unpleasant thought yeah there's a do you mind if i spoil one scene from the fly i don't care okay well there's this one scene where jeff goldblum is all strong because he has fly powers and then he um he challenges this guy in a bar to arm wrestling and i knew it was going to happen like i knew that you know the other guy's arm would break and i was getting all anxious while i was watching it because, I don't know, that stuff grosses me out. Like most people, I would assume, hopefully. And then it did break, and then it was just like a cheesy kind of looking fake arm. And then I was like, oh, it's fine. It's not a real it's not a real guy. Yeah, when I watch movies um, that have like a lot of violence or just something that's happening to a character, I always try and think about like the fact that it's just not real. It's like, oh, that's not actually happening. Like, if it's blood, it's just 
like gelatin or something like that. But it's it's hard to think that way sometimes just because you start to imagine it happening to yourself. Yeah, blood doesn't really gross me out. Like, okay, the original Evil Dead, just disgusting. Like, the practical effects are visual. Practical? Yeah, it's pra- it's practical. Yeah, the, the effects were, like, really well done, I think, for the time. Um, and it's, like, super gross. And so it makes you, like, think, like, oh, that's, it's, like, if I was there, it'd be super gross. But then you also have to think, like, it is just, like, um, like, fucking rubber or, like, gum or something. Yeah, I haven't seen the original Evil Dead. I've only seen Army of Darkness, which is weird. That's the most ridiculous one. I don't want to see it, though. You should. That's classic. It's a cult classic. You know, I really like... The, I want to see it because I feel like it would be a claustrophobic movie, in a way. Mm, more more like since they're trapped. But I, I like that. It's weird. I like that feeling in movies when, it, when you feel like you're alone. But that's why I like... Um, What's that anime movie um, with, like, the ghost and shit? Oh, Spirited Away. I like that movie because you, you feel alone. And I like movies like that. What do you mean by, like, feel alone? It's like it, the world feels empty, but there are things in that world. If you catch my drift. Kind of. I, I kind of get what you're saying. Have you ever seen As Above, So Below? No, I have not. That's the, is that a horror one, like, about um, in Paris? Yeah, I think you would like, or I don't know if you would like it, but it's a very claustrophobic movie. It's 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 got some scares in it. First time I watched it, I was like horrified by it, but then like the second and third time I watched it, it was kind of funny. But it's still pretty good. Yeah, I, I get freaked out a lot <laughs> in movies, in horror movies, or horror games more often than movies. Yeah. Like I remember one time I was at a sleepover at a friend's house. And we were playing out the game Outlast, which is like a horror game where you're in an asylum. Right. And they they turned the lights off. And we were like all next to each other on the bed. And then I saw something like just walk past the screen far away. And then I like screamed and threw the controller to my hey, friend. I played the Slenderman game. Not that, or like when I was on, I was on a call with Leilani and Willa. And I played the Slender game. Mm-hmm. It was scary as fuck. Because like, you know how you have a flashlight? Yeah. Um, well, my flashlight ran out of battery. And so I was just walking in the dark. And I was like, I didn't know if I was going to run into Slenderman. And so I, I eventually did. And it was scary because like, it's, it's like static and then his face pops up on screen. Technically, he doesn't have a face. So like his, his figure pops up on screen. It's scary. And music is scary, too. I doubt they were going back to school. I don't think yeah, I, I don't, I guess I'd rather stay at home and do what I'm doing now, basically, yeah. Yeah, but you're still going to have to do, like, actual schoolwork, though. Because going to school and then being all separated and then eating or having lunch in that weird way would kind of blow. Yeah, it would. Like, you can only see a certain amount of people every day. It's very, it would not be fun. Yeah, I'm. I might... Like, if if we do go to school, then I might see you and Colin, because we'd have French 3. But that, yeah. I think that'd be about it, really. Yeah. Leilani and I were talking about it, and we were saying that if they do it, 
would make more sense to do it by grade. Then there's also that issue with like multiple grades being in one class. Yeah. So it kind of not work out. But it could because the teacher could reteach the class for different grades. But I don't know. It's much to think about, I guess. Yeah, high school is going to be weird for, I mean, all of us, but maybe for me mostly, because I only yeah. got one good year in. Yeah. And then, and then the next two years, it's going to be weird in quarantines, or maybe just this next year. And then, the, and then senior year, I'm going to be alone. Yeah, the high school, yeah. At least I got two good years. <laughs> yeah, it's only, I mean, I guess I could look at it, it's like it's only four years of my life. And I've got other stuff to do. Yeah, but it's not, four yeah. very defining years, I would think. You kind of find, like, you are as a person in high school, I guess. Or just you, you define a lot of your interests in high school. I mean, I think I kind of know who I am right now. Not really, yeah. maybe. But things could change. You never know. Yeah, if I suddenly stop liking guitars, that's going to blow. That's going to be that's weird. Some... Yeah, that, I don't think I'd ever not, like, guitars oh oh what happened i dropped a paintbrush yeah um your senior year would probably be normal um in like how school is handled how school's so, like, gonna go yeah yeah things will probably be back to normal but yeah none of us will be there <laughs> i'll i'll do you yeah you'll be fine you have, you have or you have Friends, your your grade. I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Oh yeah, um, at Tropicalia, because you didn't go to that, and that's lame. But oh, um, it was like two hundred. How wait? How much was it? If I for me to have gone, hundred. Yeah, joke, a lot. It's, it's not lame. I'm just saying that it's a joke. Anyways. Yeah, I know. When we when we saw the garden, uh, can why not why Fletcher throw shit into the air? Like, so high. And he catches it, like, carefree. He threw his drumsticks and he threw the microphone. Yeah, I watched some of the videos of the garden from Tropicalia last year. Yeah. Next time they do one, I'd, I'd want to go. Which won't be in a while, but still I'd want to go. That seems like a fun experience. Mm-hmm. It would be. Or it is. Buttertones. Seeing the Buttertones is cool, too. They always put on a really good show. I think a garden show would be more fun if you want, like, mosh or something. Which I don't, mom. I don't want to mosh, mom. I want to nope. be a good boy, mom. Back swaying. People were saying like, because uh, some like officials or companies are saying that like people won't be able to mosh. And somebody was like, "Do you really think garden fans are gonna listen to that?" Yeah. Like we're all just gonna be standing there like in straight lines, just watching the garden without moshing. Whack. Oh man, I want to do that so bad. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, mosh. Yeah. At the moment, I don't have my intense desire to punch somebody, but when I'm in an angrier mood, I, I know I will. I was, <laughs> I was listening to, I think I was listening to like Black Flag or something in my room one day, and I was like, I wonder what a one-person mosh pit <laughs> would feel like. And so I just ran around my room, <laughs> like moshing to myself. It was pretty fun. I, I, not really. Yeah, I do that all the time. But I, yeah. I, pre- I pretend like this is kind of this is kind of embarrassing, but, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like basically pretend. 
pretend I'm in the band and I use my mic which isn't plugged in and I sing bad and I play guitar to to like Blink-182 and no effects and stuff. Your parents and your brother must love hearing that. Yeah, they, I mean, they only hear the guitar. They don't hear my voice. Oh, yeah. Fortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the in 20th Century Woman, which is a movie, um, the main kid, Jamie, he, well, he's growing up, I think it takes place in, like, 79, somewhere in the 70s. And, um, He's like he listens to like Talking Heads, and like a lot of punk and new wave and shit. He's big like into that. the indie scene. <laughs> I guess so, but um, he. Oh my god! Sorry, that was loud. Sorry. Um, he was just like listening to punk in his room in the movie, and he was just dancing like so chaotic. Oh, so uh crazily and i was like i want to do that that's what i want to do and then there's another scene where like him and this one girl listening to the raincoats um which is a a girl oh my i'm sorry i keep making noise okay uh it's a girl punk band um i think it's a right what are they called again raincoats um but they were listening to it and his mom walks in she was like what what is that and the girl that he was with like it's the raincoats and she was like so they know they're bad right (laughs) (laughs) and then the girl's like yeah they know that they're bad and they know that they can't play their instruments but they're just so angry they want to release this emotion so they do it that's it it was like me yeah i was like that's funny (laughs) but i was recommended you should watch it and i still recommend that you do I know I should, man. Oh, I, oh. I just want to find two. I need to find a bassist and a drummer who want to be in a band permanently with me. Yeah, it's going to be hard to find that, but you can do it. Jesus, fuck. Well, I think I'm going to have to go because my mom is going to be here in a few minutes and I need a change and go pee. Yeah, it's all good. Okay, so, yeah. Thank you for having me on the pod, bro. Oh, no problem. Anytime. <laughs> you are always welcome. It was good. It was, it was fun. And you already plugged your podcast earlier. No need to plug it now. That no, pod- no need to plug GNL's Ramble on Spotify and Google Podcasts uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Well, I, I, I need to edit. I, I know what I need to edit out now. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast and the always it's always sunny in Philadelphia theme.